0: Dallas Cowboys fall to the 49ers in the divisional round of the playoffs. What happened and where do the Cowboys go from here? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network. Your on. team every locked day. On. Locked. 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 locked on. Locked on Cowboys. Locked on. Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Pick projection, you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. First-time users can receive a one hundred percent instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars. With promo code locked on. That is prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. I am Marcus Moser. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Moser. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCool BCB. Landon, the, uh the Cowboys fall to the 49ers for the second year in row in the playoffs. Uh, how are you feeling today?
1: Uh well, obviously not great, you know, and, and I'm sure many of our fans are. are are feeling the same way and, and feeling upset and angry. And, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a, it's a, a terrible way that to end the season, it's the way that 31 teams are going to end their season, you know, in some form or fashion. Um, but you just felt like with this team, the Cowboys had a chance and uh, they weren't able to kind of pull it through the, in the game last night.
0: I, I will say, um, I don't think the result was all that surprising. I I picked the 49ers in the crossover, so I'm not bragging or whatever. Just because the 49ers are one of the Good most team. insanely talented teams in the league. You're playing in San Francisco. Kyle Shanahan is an awesome head coach. D'Amico Ryans is going to be a head coach here in probably just a few weeks. Uh, but it was incredibly frustrating to see this offense play the way that it did. We know the 49ers have an awesome defense, but – there were plays to be had. and It just seemed like whenever the Cowboys absolutely needed to get one, they couldn't make it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, I think the way that the game had started and it it had kind of gone for a couple of quarters uh, gave you a lot of hope because I think the real fear for a lot of Cowboys fans was that they would come out like they did last year and, and just come out really flat and not be able to do anything. Uh, And I actually think that you know they were able to kind of move the ball a little bit. They showed the the uh, enough that you made you feel, hey, like this is uh, they're not having the same issues as they did last year. They came out ready to play. The defense looked really good and was able to make a bunch of stops. Um, Yeah, and I think that it's just the fact the results after having such a strong start uh, is really what's kind of so disappointing, And and it made you separate from how you felt about. You know, the game before the game had started and how this was a very difficult uphill climb. Uh, you really started to believe as as the first few quarters went along, you felt like the Cowboys were the were the team that could that was a better team on the field for a good portion of this game. And then, you know, uh, their luck started to change a little bit, you know, Dak threw uh, two interceptions, the, the Pollard injury. I think, you know, those things kind of really s- slowed the tide and then eventually that defense was out on the field too long. Uh, and 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 then, you know, obviously the, the game started to turn a little bit as the, as it went on. To me, the clear part in this game that was so
0: frustrating was the second interception, right? Because go back and look at when that happened. It was second and two at the 49ers' 18-yard line with a minute and 20 seconds left on the clock. It's like... You even you get a field goal there and you go up nine to six at halftime and you get the ball starting the, the third quarter, you can start to put this game not away, but in, in your control, right? But the interception was so costly, but it was just not needed. 49ers go down and they get a field goal, and all of a sudden you're down at halftime in the game that you were controlling, you know, almost all the way throughout. So <sighs> it was just one of those games, man, where the Cowboys they had their chances and they just. Couldn't put this team away. I,
1: I can't remember, but I wanted to. I wanted to go back and check, but I really feel like that Pollard injury um, happened very close to that interception. Did it not? Like, I mean, think was, they were right next to each other, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It just it felt like such a one-two combo uh, uh, on the momentum that the Cowboys had at that point. Um, and yeah, like I just think at that point, the, the, the Cowboys got squeezed in the red zone a couple different times. Uh, San Francisco looked like they were just doubling everybody up. And then, you know, and then on top of that, the, the pass rush, uh, you know, the Cowboys, Dak didn't get sacked a ton. Um, and but pressure was a problem. And, and, and as it, I mean, as it obviously would be with this defensive line that you're facing. Uh, and I think it manifests itself more in um, Dak having to get rid of the ball quickly than it did in sacks. Uh, so that's why we're not necessarily talking about that. But I think that that ultimately had a huge factor in Dak's inability to kind of look off of the receivers, get to other people, um, make kind of more uh, accurate throws to receivers that he had open at times.
0: Yeah, let's, let's talk about Dak because – he did not play well at all on Sunday. Let's talk about his performance, why the offense just couldn't get into any kind of rhythm. Uh, let's do that here in segment two. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than the Price Pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR, tennis. MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. They are uh, currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the Price Pick app or go to PricePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Means If you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you $100. To deposit $50, they will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Thanks again for making Lockdown Cowboys. Your first listen every single day. Now subscribe to the locked on NFL podcast and get the daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday. And on Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game to game episodes Lockdown NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Landon, let's talk about Dak Prescott, because did not play particularly well in this game. I'm looking at the numbers right now. Uh, 23 of 37, 206 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Why did he struggle so much on Sunday?
1: Well, I mean, I, I think that he he... I think he had a couple of really bad plays, and, and, and things started to get squeezed on him at the end. But I don't know that he played a terrible game, like start to finish. I think ultimately what happened is at the end of the game, or as the game went on, they kind of figured out what they were going to try to do uh, as far as uh, uh, you know, uh, attacking uh, the, the Cowboys' offense and, and, and limiting the ability to get the ball to CeeDee Lamb. Um and I think that when they started doing that, Dak still tried to continue to go to CeeDee Lamb a little bit. And, and sometimes it worked. Uh, but you know, there was obviously the interception that that bounced off of I think it bounced off Ward's hands into War, into, Jimmy Ward, f- yep. into Warner's hands. Uh and then the throw down the down the uh the seam where uh, Dak put it right where it was supposed to be, but but CeeDee Lamb couldn't put it uh couldn't bring it in. I mean, obviously that was ridiculous that Fred Warner was even able to run up yeah. the seam with CeeDee Lamb. But I I honestly, I think, again, it's about Dak feeling that he needed to kind of play hero ball and that he needed to kind of make it work with with, uh, you know, I think it's easy for us to see the Cowboys operating against the San Francisco 49ers and having some success and to forget how good that defense is on a play to play basis and how difficult it is to to make any kind of hay against them. Um, so I, I think it was partially because, you know, the, the 49ers found a way to uh, effectively, especially in the red zone where things got condensed, the 49ers found a way to effectively kind of double up a little bit on on CeeDee Lamb and also kind of take away things in the middle of the field. And the Cowboys were not able to win on the outside the way they had been previously, uh, like last week. So uh, it, it gave Dak very few options and, and made him uh, kind of force some throws that, you know, just weren't there for him.
0: I mean, the truth is this is just a bad matchup for Dallas because San Francisco all year long has been the best team in the NFL at taking away at the middle of the field. If you're going to beat them, you need to do it down the sidelines. And we we did see Dallas do it one time, right? They took a play-action shot to CeeDee Lamb, which was, what, a 40, I'm looking at it now, a 46-yard game, flipped the field in an instant. The problem was – the Cowboys didn't take enough shots in San Francisco knew they weren't going to take shots and they weren't afraid of the other receivers, right? That's why you saw guys sitting on underneath routes to Michael Gallup and to Noah Brown. They just, they weren't afraid of being beat vertically. And if you can take away the deep shots and you take away the middle of the field, there's not a lot left to, to use, to, to throw the ball to. And then you remove. Tony Pollard from the equation, who was kind of your guy in the flats that could, you could flick the ball to and have him make plays after the catch. Once you lost that, not a lot of great answers. But still, still, Landon, they had a chance to win this game. Just Dak didn't play well enough. That's all.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's hard to play well enough when, when all those when well. all those things yeah. that you just described happen, right? Like that's, that's kind of the thing is that if you don't have a running game to bring the, the safeties forward, then you don't have a way to throw it over the top. If you don't have a way to throw it over the top, you don't have a way to stretch out the safeties to open up space underneath. You're basically trapped in a box. Uh, and like I said, once Pollard got injured, you, you took away your big play threat at the running game, which was key in kind of getting the looks that you want to get. Um, and, and so it it became you know about the Cowboys playing kind of left-handed against one of the best defenses in football, uh, you know, mid game. And so again, like I, I don't think Dak had a good game by any stretch of the imagination, but let's also remember like how terrible of a situation he got put in, you know, especially once Pollard got, got injured. Uh, the Cowboys just didn't have the, 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 the options that they needed to, to, you know, to move the football. They needed to try to throw the ball down the field more. Like you mentioned, they needed to kind of get it up the sideline, but, a, they didn't have the guys that could get open down the field like that, and B, they didn't have the time necessarily to, to kind of uh, have Dak in the pocket waiting that long. So, you know, then that's that's how the 49ers squeeze you, right, is, is they've got a, a pass rush that is going to be coming pretty hard. And if you want to throw it underneath, you can, but they're going to rally to the football, uh, and you're not going to have the time or the options to throw the ball down the field. And so it, it really means you have to consistently – move the ball to be accurate against a very, very difficult defense. And eventually, you know, they're just, they're going to find a way to win. We'll say that
0: the Cowboys offensive line in this game played so much better than they did in the previous meeting between these two teams. Uh, the Cowboys gave up, I don't know, it was like eight or nine pressures in this game, which is really not bad when you have 41 dropbacks as I think what Dallas had. And a few of those pressures came like on the last two drives to the game. Once San Francisco knew dallas had no chance of running the ball I-, I i thought they played pretty well all things considered
1: yeah i mean I-, I think it's a tough ask it's a difficult assignment um and yeah i think tyler smith's got a bright future in this league man um i, I- i'm excited about him i i just it's it's tough to be excited about the the young guys right now because you're so concerned about what happened but I do think that the Cowboys' offensive line definitely performed better than what you expected. Again, and I, I think that kind of put to you why uh, uh, the Cowboys you, you felt like you had uh, a chance there early in the game because you felt like the Cowboys were blocking it up. Dak had yeah. time, um, but but the truth of the matter is is that Dak had a lot of time, and, and there weren't a lot of options open all the time. Um, so. Uh, even though the Cowboys were able to block it up, the coverage was way better than than most of us expected, I would say, especially at the second level. Fred Warner was just all over the place, he was, and he's just awesome. very, very difficult to kind of play with that kind of speed in the middle of the defense. We're going to have a lot of time to talk about what the Cowboys need to do this offseason, but
0: just one of my big takeaways from this game is they've got to find some other offensive playmaker to, to keep defenses honest. Like you look at the, the four teams left in the playoffs, all four of those teams have better skilled players in Dallas. It, it, and it's it's not like you need to go out and make an A.J. Brown trade or Tyreek Hill or anything like that. But you've got to have somebody else on the outside that can scare teams even a little bit. They just didn't have that. It's probably ultimately why they're not playing next week.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. You know, I have been from the beginning someone who thought that the Cooper tra- the Cooper trade wasn't uh as killer a move as 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 everyone made it out to be i still stand by that because i think that ultimately what you got out of the cash was better than maybe what you got from cooper i do, that doesn't mean that you don't still need uh weapons i think the cowboys tried to go with a variety of different options and they just didn't work you know whether it was the draft pick whether it was the free agent signing they tried to get obj that didn't work out with this timeline uh, and they thought that Gallup would be back by now, and 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 he showed some signs there at the end of the season, but just not enough to consistently be that number two target. And T.Y. Hilton was was a nice addition to kind of get get you into, uh, uh you know, some of that play, getting some of those kind of targets. The Cowboys still really needed another wide receiver target there, um, I, and I'm I'm hoping that they look towards the draft or or uh, free agent signing or something kind of reasonable that can get the team some speed just to kind of open things up a little bit down the field
0: and, and look at this game for the 49ers this is a perfect example right the Cowboys did a great job of keeping Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk in check to combine they had 71 yards on 11 targets like great fantastic you're gonna win games Debo Samuel four carries for 11 yards did nothing Christian McCaffrey 10 carries for 35 yards like you held those guys in check but it was George Kittle, 5-for-95, including a couple huge plays on third down that ultimately did you in, right? They have just so many playmakers around their quarterback. Cowboys, obviously, they they don't need that many, but they just need one more. I think if they could find one more this offseason, the offense will be a little bit more consistent against some of these top-level defenses. Again, we have plenty of time to talk about that all offseason. I do want to talk about the defense that played really well on Sunday, Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here, and we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for a long time because are the number one sports book in America, it's FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's not even better because they have so many features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Listen to this. If you are a new member at FanDuel, if you place... One $5 bet, you will get $150 free in free bets guaranteed to sign up at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from money lines to point spreads to player pro- props. Plus, you can even combine some of those props to make an even bigger same-game parlay, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So, football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet. To get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash On, Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, Lane, let's talk about the, this Cowboys defense because they played really well in this game. Only gave up 19 points on the road. Um, they got key stop after key stop. How do you think they played in this one?
1: Well, I mean, you know, one of the only few pats on the back, back I think we should give ourselves is that we did talk about the importance of and the, how good the play of the Cowboys defensive tackle has been these last few, few weeks. And, and I think that that kind of played itself out. O'Diggy Zua had an incredible game. Um, you saw Hankins play well. <sighs> and then you had Gallimore who was pushed around again and, and didn't play as well. Um, you know, I, I do think that that was where things, uh, the things started. I thought Michael Parsons had a fantastic game, uh, you know, high pressure rates was, was, was affecting the quarterback, uh, had a, had a, at least hit the arm on, on one of these plays and, and, and was able to kind of disrupt some, th- some throwing stuff. Um, you know, I thought for the most part that the coverage was okay. You know, I, I didn't think that they were giving up a bunch of huge chunks except for obviously what we mentioned with, uh, w- with, um, I'm completely blanking on the tight end's name. Uh, Kittle, Kittle, yeah, he obviously had a, a couple of really big catches, which uh, were were real, real gut punches at times. Uh, but I think for, the, for for the most part that the that the defense looked mostly pretty good. I mean, certainly what you were expecting, right? Like they only give up 19 points uh, against this offense. I think that's uh, that should be considered a win. That's winning football. I mean, you should you should be able to win with that. And I think that. Uh, as the game went on you know they, they got more tired tackling got a little bit rougher they were giving up more chunk plays they were allowing uh san francisco to move the ball but at that point you know they had already had so many stops against you know think you named it you named all this like all the stars they have on that offense mm-hmm. uh iu you know debo you know kittle uh they McCaffrey. held McCaffrey Why for most Mitchell? of the game even McCaffrey's yards like like if you had looked at that like like before that, you know, they started driving the ball. Like they had held McCaffrey to like, I think like something like 17 yards on, on nine carries, 10 carries or something like, so, you know, it, they had, they did their part, you know, for if I would have we told after. you
0: going into the game, Hey, McCaffrey's going to have 57 total yards on 18 chances, basically 18 looks, 16 carries or 10 carries, eight targets. Sign up for that all day, all day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like the, you know, like the, the, the the defense played winning football. I mean, that's just the, the reality of it is, is that you could have won with that performance from the defense. If you had just found a way to, ga- to generate just a little bit more offense. So, uh, you know, hats off to the defense. They did their job and they certainly held what was a very good San Francisco offense to, uh, you know, not very many points to so hold under a hold, a playoff team under 20 points. Uh, is a good defensive performance. Uh,
0: yeah. The defense played absolutely winning football. Um, and, a lot of the blame goes to the offense in this game, obviously. I will say, if we're going to be nitpicky a little bit, there was one drive in this game where the defense had a chance to take over and win this game for them, and they didn't let up. So Mike McCarthy decided to punt from fourth and five at their own 40-yard line. Disagree with the decision at the time, right? Uh, Brian Anger had a good punt. The, the 49ers should have the ball first and 10 at their own 9-yard line, right? The game is tied 9-9. When you're playing a backup quarterback and you pin them inside their own ten yard line, that's the time to get off the field as quick as possible and get the ball back at midfield and go win the game, right? Instead, the Cowboys didn't get to a third down on that drive until in the in the uh, like on the goal line sequence, and that's when they actually got a stop. They got a sack. DeMarcus Lawrence got a sack, and then they had the Donovan Wilson holding call in the end zone on George Kittle. Other than that, it was. Uh, a seven a seven yard run a 30 yard pass an eight yard pass a 17 yard pass a six yard pass like they just couldn't make the big play on that drive and once once San francisco got up 16 nine and then the next drive they got up 19 to 12 kind of felt like the game was over at that point
1: yeah i mean it, it felt like that was kind of the turning point a little bit where they just they couldn't. The offense seemed like it was kind of losing effectiveness. Uh, That was the first drive that you saw where the defense wasn't completely dominating the San Francisco uh, line line of scrimmage. Um, You know, so I I think that those were, I I think another injury that we need to bring up that was really key was Carlos Watkins' injury. You know, a guy that was playing fantastic football for these last few weeks Mm -hmm. was making plays and kind of led to more of Gallimore being on the field, I think. Um, and I think that that kind of you know hurt the Cowboys' ability to stop the run a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I, I think that was really the first time that you saw the defense kind of falter a little bit, and the timing obviously wasn't wasn't great. Um, but you know, for the most part, I think the, the Dallas defense did what they needed to do to win this game. And I agree, hundred yeah.
0: percent. I, I don't, I'm not being overly critical. Oh no, defense, I know.
1: Yeah, the defense played
0: unbelievable. It was just if there was ever a time for the Cowboys to get a stop, it was such a yeah. key point of the game. You felt like the defense could have won this game almost single-handedly, but this has kind of been the story all, all year, whatever the defense has needed to make the big play to win one of these close games. They just haven't quite been able to do it.
1: Not certainly not every time. Yeah. And, and, and they've done whether it a it couple of times, right? Jacksonville, yeah. they
0: had a chance and Lawrence drove down the field, whether it was green Bay, um,
1: Man, it's just, it's frustrating. It's tough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, frustrating into a frustrating season, to be honest. I, still
0: not over. It took all morning. We didn't do this podcast last night because you and I were both not feeling it. I uh, decided to wait till today and don't feel any better, to be honest. It just felt like it was one of those games that, man, you probably should have won if you just played an yep. average game
1: this is this is what we all sign up for being a fan of an nfl team you know it's like only one of these teams is going to win the super bowl and, and 31 teams are going to feel sour about the way it ends no matter what what's frustrating is that they keep getting close and they keep you keep feeling like they have the talent to to kind of take it to where they need to go and and, and they keep coming up short and it, you just you're ready for the, you're ready for the, the there to be a change here you're ready for there to be a kind of change in this script uh and that doesn't necessarily mean huge changes to the team i don't necessarily think but but just like they they need to kind of reconfigure this formula a little bit and 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 you know kind of redistribute the talent a little bit on this team i i, I think i think it's still a good team i still have faith in them next year that you know they're yeah. going to be a good team it's a good um, team they're just I, I, they could
0: obviously hang with the top two teams in the NFC, but they, gotta they, need to, they need to figure out a way to get over the hump and doing things maybe a little bit different than they've been doing them over the last couple of off-season. Like they, they can build a really good team, but at some point, you're going to have to say, hey, we're in for this year, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's what the 49ers did, obviously, with McCaffrey trade. It's what the Eagles did with A.J. Brown trade. I think the Cowboys might need to start looking at some – some changes in their team-building philosophies.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think it might be time.
0: Uh, Really quickly, before we go, I just want to touch on the last play of the game because everybody's talking about it on Twitter, and it's, it's so hard to score when you're 70 yards from the end zone. You can't throw a Hail Mary. Dak doesn't have the arm, so you're trying to do whatever you can out there. You're trying to get guys in space, and you're trying to get as many athletes on the field. They threw the ball to Turpin. The guy made a great, great play. I I really don't think we need to make more of it than what it was.
1: No, I think people are just mad and lashing out. at The last thing they saw the 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 end of game play that's trivial. It doesn't make yeah, a difference. It, it, it doesn't. I mean, they, you're you're trying to do something that you know is outrageous and not done. So you're going to try all kinds of weird stuff at the it end of work. the game. I, I, it didn't work. I don't. Yeah, that's it's. This is not
0: me. the Colts fourth and two special teams play or anything like that. It's just not. No, no. no. All
1: right,
0: uh, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen today. We want to thank you for for listening to us all season long. We really appreciate all the support. We're gonna be with you guys every step of the way through the off season. We'll continue to break down this game. We'll look ahead to the off season. We've got believe it or not. The Senior Bowl starts next week, so that's going to be an awfully quick turnaround. Uh, So, again, thank you for making Locked on Cowboys your first listen every single day this season. For your second listen, check out the Locked on NFL podcast, bringing you the local insights you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, Locked on NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Go follow Layden on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Try to enjoy your your Monday and the rest of the week. We'll talk to you guys next time.